When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One is the following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, look at that. Yeah, baby. Our first day back to normal and we're given color. Fantastic. Yes. Good morning, everybody. This is hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. Everything My Ties. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Mm. Get yourself a My Tie. Ooh, a little yeah. umbrella, too. Uh-huh. We get some fruit in there? A little bit. A uh, little bit. A, a little flamingo pineapple. swizzle stick? Oh, That's please. Right. If you so choose. You know what we had last night or yesterday morning for the first time ever? Speaking of breakfast foods, real quick, and then I want to hear oh. about Alexis uh, navigating heels after playing pickleball. But um, we, what you we, have? we had um, a double date, a delightful double date on Saturday night. It was a, a pre planned for a very long time. I'd forgotten about Project Down and Dirty, but. Um, they're uh, friends, uh, Alex and Sam, who we met uh, at Disney, uh, but she listens to our show. And anyway, it, it was a nice night, a double little couple thing. Anyway, um, and she told me, she was, have you ever had Taco Bell's breakfast crunch wrap? And I was like, what? Oh. There is such a thing? She goes, oh. yes. Well, Colin and I were running our errands yesterday morning. We were at the Target Boutique. And there was a Taco Bell right there. Girl, Ooh. we pulled right in there. You to deserve get that. that. Mm-hmm. Did you just you, buy right? groceries too? That's my favorite. Yes. I buy groceries and then you. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. How was it? I've never had one. Oh, I didn't know God. they did that either. Yeah, it is real good, girl. You Ooh. can get either bacon or sausage. Ooh. And it's just a crunch wrap, but full of your favorite breakfast goodies. Cheese, hash browns are in there. Ooh. Uh, and then the meat and then the tortilla. And then a little bit of sauce and then wrapped in the tortilla, just like the normal uh, lunch or evening crunch wrap. It was really tasty, really tasty. I approve of the Taco Bell breakfast crunch wrap. Thank you very much. Mm, There we go. Very nice. Okay. Um, Try that. So here was the trajectory of Alexis this weekend. Uh, She played uh, pickleball on Friday night. And then woke up and got into heels and hosted a gala the next day. How did that work out for you, Lex? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thrilling couple days. Yeah. And actually, so we had our, so this was at the Double Tree in uh, Bloomington. This is the Ronald McDonald House annual gala. And uh, at first, we went, we did a full run through, right? And there was like a satellite stage in the middle of all of the tables. There were 500 people there. Yeah. So there was like, a, they put like this little circular ta- uh, stage with four little steps that went up 
No railings. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> so I was thinking, oh, my goodness. I got to get up and down there? Okay. Uh-huh. And I told Chef Daniel Green, who co-hosted with me, I'm going to need you. <laughs> yeah. I might need you as I'm walking up these steps. Well, so we're going through the rehearsal. And then finally, Jill, the CEO of Ronald McDonald House, just said, you know what, guys? No, we're going to have everybody on the stage. And at that moment, I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 because I was trying to get up and down onto this little stage. And oh, my goodness. So that was a that was a blessing right there. Um, but I got to say, they know how to do it at Ronald McDonald House. It's their Celebrate Love Gala and the live auction. You know when you're at some auctions and you're like cringing because either no one's bidding or they're like begging and you're just like, please, anybody, like anyone or just move along, please. Yeah. Well, this was not the case, guys. They had nine live auctions. And at first we were like, okay, it was a little slow in the beginning, but then it just started rolling and that there were some that they could offer double, multiple, you know, experiences. And that, that we were all just like, oh, oh, wow. Like one of the dinners with um, Chef Green, he comes to your home for eight people and makes this amazing dinner, went for like $18,000 each. And he offered a second one, which was awesome. There was a trip to Greece. And the gentleman who donated it offered three of them, and they went for like $25,000 each. Oh, my goodness. So we're just sitting there just losing our minds. (laughs) Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Kind of like how I felt the last pickleball bout on Friday night. Um, And so in the end, after all of the donations... The that last or Saturday night we raised seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollars for Ronald McDonald House. That is nutter. I mean, that's crazy, Alexis. It was wild. Almost a million dollars. Yes. Well, Jeez. and their goal, we've all been to, you know, when we drop off the toys for our bids for kids, which we've done for the last thirteen, fifteen years. No, yeah. sixteen years. I'm sorry. And um, that house, they have plans to completely redo their kitchen so it's a commercial grade so that they can make food for all five of the houses and support them, which is awesome. Awesome. But it comes with the big price tag. It's a million dollars. So we got a huge step closer to that, which was just absolutely thrilling. Also, Eric, who's part of the team at Ronald McDonald House, made all all of the centerpieces, the decor, everything. They did most things in-house. They wrote the script. They didn't hire consultants. They just did it all. So really, every dollar that was donated went directly That's to the nice. house. And it got better. They honored- Wait, wait. There's more? There's more, guys. <laughs> what? There's Holly, more. Wait, There's did, more. Did Ronald McDonald himself come out and do a song and dance? Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, but the gopher uh, Goldie came out. Oh, Goldie. That was was pretty fun to run around and do all that. And then were some Greek dancers and Chris Cruzy came out at the end with his band and played. And so that was super fun. But my talk was honored. We won an award. A community partner. It's called the North Star Award. They give it out every year. 16 years we've done our bids for kids. And of course, my talkers, you're the 
huge part of that. Huge. You know, for all of our experiences and, and you know, buying in and just donating, donating toys. We've raised more than $600,000 for the families at Ronald McDonald House. Oh, my goodness. Plus all the toys and all of the things. Because yeah. what's so great is that they basically make, like, a Santa's workshop. Yeah. So that the kids, the families can go in and just pick whatever they want for Chris it's, for Christmas or um, any of the holidays, you know, whatever they're celebrating. It's so great. Oh, it was super fun. It was great. Just thrilling, you know, just okay. wonderful. But, but, but my cats are on dot. fire. Okay, okay. That's all yeah. great. Everything you just said was spectacular, right? Holly, that's everything. Wonderful. Heartwarming. Heartwarming. Uh-huh. Got to meet new friends, old, see old great. friends. It was great. Sure. Sure. Dan, Dan was there in a a, uh, a suit. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, Don yeah. and Mike were there. Yeah. Yes, great. Mm-hmm. Um, Southern Lights. How were your feet? Oh my word. Okay. Well, I have some geriatric heels, right? Okay. Ooh, um, yeah. It looks like a pump feels like a sneaker. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I was grateful to have those on, but immediately after, <laughs> I was like, guys, I need to go. There was like a little room where we could. You know, leave all of our stuff. I go, I'll be, I'll be right back. And I immediately got into my sneakers. <laughs> yes, at a girl. Yeah, because uh, oof, mama you know, tired. Mama tired. You're walking around. You know, I had already had my Charlie horse on fire while we were doing pickleball. It had finally kind of calmed down, but I didn't want to reignite that fire. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. So, um, yeah, and luckily my dress still fit because that was my Von Mar dress that I got. Remember, um, we picked them as Ab Fab. Yeah. And, and that worked out perfectly. So, yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah. that And then Saturday, and then that night, you know, we kind of hung around a little bit. And then it was like, we need to go. Yeah. We have got to go. And then my son was just thrilled. He got to see his cousins and then sleep over. It was his oh, first sleepover. God. Oh my goodness! He did. Great. How did he do? He did great. Well. Oh my! Well, and then you know we get there, and I'm so excited because I hadn't really seen him, you know, since like Wednesday, really, like fully see him because we, you know, we've been pickleballing, and then we spent the night at that house together. I was like, hey, "Oh my boy, hey!" And he instantly was like, "I want to stay here." Oh no! <laughs> I don't want to go because they had built him a fort. You know, he's the the closest in age. The next cousin is eight. And he always wanted a little brother. And Zen just follows him around, whatever you want to do. And they built a fort. They were doing sidewalk, you know, just having the best time. It just, it just warms my heart. No, he did not. Yeah. But I hear you. Yeah. And it was now he passed out on the way home. It just, you know, it was, it was great all around. But it is so cute to see my kid play with my brother's kids. I bet. Yeah, you just don't think about that when you're growing up. Yeah. Wow. We made these humans, and they're, look at them. (laughs) Yeah, they're playing together. (laughs) They're doing stuff, and (laughs) I know that sounds so basic, but, you know, sometimes when you step back and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, we're allowed to raise children? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Alexis. Us dingbats, like, they let us go home with these kids, and they're doing, like, pretty well. That's awesome. Oh, God. I love it. We're going to take a break <laughs> when we come back. Uh, remembering Suzanne Summers. Uh- hey, it's Holly for my friends at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And I want to tell you about Nutritional Weight and Wellness's Menopause Solutions class. Yes. 
Nutritional Weight and Wellness is here to guide you through a deep dive on the topic of menopause with their online menopause solutions class. Nutritional Weight and Wellness's self-paced menopause solution class allows you to discover steps to manage the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause. You know, think hot flashes, low libido, unexplained weight gain, hip and back pain. You know that one dark chin hair that you only see when you look in the rearview mirror? Yeah, all of those. And learn about real food solutions to get all of that under control. No matter what stage you're in, perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Nutritional Weight and Wellness is here to help. Go to weightandwellness.com forward slash classes to find Nutritional Weight and Wellness's Menopause Solutions class. Or you can just head on right over to mytalk1071.com, keyword menopause, to get more information on Nutritional Weight and Wellness's Menopause Solutions class. Again, that's mytalk1071.com, keyword menopause. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Such a great theme song. Mm-hmm. It's obviously the theme song to... Uh, Three's company over there on ABC, a monster hit for that network, and uh, culturally a huge hit, so much so, it was part of what Newsweek famously called on a cover, Jiggle TV, um, talking about the uh, new era of sexiness on television, personified by Farrah Fawcett on Charlie's Angels, and Suzanne Summers. Oh. As Chrissy Snow on Three's Company. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here, everybody. We're remembering Suzanne Summers, who passed away uh, over the weekend after a very long battle with breast cancer. Mm. 76 years old. And I, I, there's a there's a certain amount of celebrities. We've said this over the years as we, you know, we've been on the air for so long. We've had many of these days, sadly, but. She is in that category of celebrity. And maybe I think you'll agree with me on this one, you two. I just always thought of her as in the Dick Clark uh, kind of thing where she seemed eternal. Yeah. Like, I just never thought of her mortality. It just, (laughs) I just always thought that Suzanne, I thought Suzanne Summers would just kind of always be around. No, we I were, completely agree with you. Right? The, you know the what headlines I mean? came through and I was like, no. No. That's a typo. That, no, no. And then, nope. You're absolutely right. You instantly think about just um, she was kind of like the fountain of youth, or at least it felt like that for sure. Even though we did have her on the show talking about replacement hormones. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because we never got to really talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I mean, she was in. Girl, she was just uh, we just referenced her and Marlo Thomas we, a couple weeks ago. Yes. Because you when you interviewed her and she was here for a reason, like promoting a product. It wasn't an interview. It was really you were booking a Suzanne Summer monologue because <laughs> Suzanne yes. Summer. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We just, just had a script, and girl, she knew how to sell her products. She sure did. Thus the reason she made $300 million off of her thigh master. Oh, man, that's oh, how much? Wow, oh, squeeze, squeeze, least... squeeze your way to shapely hips and thighs yeah. and a fortune. Wow, I knew it was at least a hundred, but wow, oh. that a million, but wow, that's, wow, wow. No, $300 million, it was estimated, over her lifetime and the lifetime of the ad. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, Jace, I mean, you, you think of her with, well, for TV, for Three's Company, I remember Step by Step yes. on TGI Fridays. And that was like the blended family. You know, she was the mom of the of the crew. And, oh, gosh, I loved that show. Didn't you guys? Well, see, what, what's funny is that show missed me. Okay. That, that's where you are. And there's Patrick um, Duffy. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, come on. Um, so when I think of her... I'm Three's company, and yeah. you, uh, you and Colin, if you're like in your mid 30s, y- you thought of Suzanne with Step by Step. Yeah. Um, which is, and, and Bobby, I mean, you think of Patrick Duffy more with uh, with uh, Step by Step. So Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And I yeah. did watch some Three's company, but it was always like Nick at Night or, you know, whenever the, re- wherever the replays ran. Yeah. But. That's oh. right. I, I yeah. Generationally, oh. she's she's connected to you through step by step. She's, so yeah, she was Carol on step by step. Well, and Man. I and I think nowadays, and I and I really believe in the obits we're going to be hearing in the tributes. Um, I really hope that the journalists that are going to be covering her death really give her the credit that she is. Past due and Holly, you you're yes. nodding. You you know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, she paved the way. Sure did. She really did pay the way. Pave the way for the <gasps> the just revolutionary concept that she should be paid as much as her male co star John Ritter, her and Joyce Dewitt. Yeah, her other, you yes. know, her co star, not just her, but um, and at the time she was looked, she was laughed at by executives. She was looked upon as a troublemaker by the network uh, suits, so much so that it was dis- her the, her treatment by the network and the producers of Three's Company was so disgusting. They relegated her because she dared to ask for parody with John Ritter. Because again, you have to understand at the time, Suzanne was really equal to John Ritter in in as far as publicity for that show. Oh, that's what she's the reason why people were watching. Yes. Guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Yep. And her husband, who was her manager, went into ABC oh. and said as much. Oh, I know. I know what you're going to say. Oh, my gosh. And through the end, just I, they I were know. together and so in love. I I, I know that love Ugh. letter that she that. Yeah, I know. But he he went to ABC and he said Suzanne's gonna walk mm-hmm. if you, and they laughed at him. They basically laughed at him and fired her on the spot. Fired her on the spot, and she mm. had to complete her contract with ABC by going to a separate set with an entirely different crew Ugh. and sitting in a telephone area and shoot her scenes 
uh, calling into Jack and Janet in a humiliating finale to her career at Three's Company. Yeah, that's so. Mm. Oh. She paved the way ahead of her time. Oh, pushed her to do Thigh Master. She, you know, she yep. wrote 25 books. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So 25 and realize that. Let alone her health and beauty businesses and all no, of the different yeah. things. Wow. It's just trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Trailblazer. So I hope, I hope when you're watching the tributes today that that's mentioned because she really was mm-hmm. um, decades ahead of her time. Decades. And was vilified. Couldn't get a job. Couldn't couldn't get a job after that for many many years um, in Hollywood. She was, you know, put on a list. So, oh, yeah. she has her son, her stepchildren, yeah. and six grandchildren, and her husband. Oh, if no, we talk Alan. about that love letter, we'll start mm-hmm. crying. Yeah, there's just a love letter that was shared between the two of them, and oh my god, and he gave it to her right the night before, and then she yep. peacefully passed it home in bed. Yeah. Unbelievable. Suzanne Summers, everybody. Hmm. One of those uh, TV icons, truly. Uh, 76. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to liven things up a little bit. We'll play a little game, have some fun, laugh a little bit. A uh, little five-second show. Hey, everyone. It's Alexis. I want to talk to you about My Genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no-cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did my genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. You have five seconds, seconds. Five seconds. Initiating five seconds. This is Jason's new game, Five Second Showdown. That's not enough time. You got five seconds. seconds. difference five second showdown welcome back jason and alexis in the morning hope you're doing well playing a little game here to get our minds working on a monday morning which you know it's yeah we need all the help we can we are in desperate (laughs) need desperate need okay here we go this is lovely you ready lex i am alexis name three diseases um, thyroid disease, um, Hajimoto's, and heart disease. Wow. All right. Almost. You got there. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> okay. I love that you, you pulled out Hajimoto. Like yeah. You yeah. Like, you couldn't do it old-fashioned, like, um, I don't know, a blood disease, yeah. or, you know, I... Okay. Uh, well. Okay. Hajimoto. Okay. Holly. Oh, yes. She's shooting for the upper deck here today, Holly. Sometimes you gotta you gotta reach for the stars. Holly, name three types of stain. What do you mean? (laughs) Like wood stain? (laughs) (laughs) That's a question. There's lip stain. Lip stain? Okay, uh, I guess it all counts. I don't know what it meant. Here we go. Holly. Oh, we're doing it again. Okay, thank you. Name three things you can buy at the post office. Stamps, boxes, and bubble wrap. Yes. Yes. Bubble wrap. Oh, yeah. America's favorite wrap. Sure I love is. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jason, name three things you need for ironing. 
You need water, you need an iron, and you need a board, and you need clothes. Nailed it. There we go. Alexis. Yes. Name three nicknames to call your lover. Sweet honey, hottie, and um, something I can't say out loud. <laughs> 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 Sweethearts. <laughs> we'll go with that. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, okay. Holly. Yeah. Name three. <laughs> Sexy foods. Ooh. A banana, an eggplant, and a peach. There we go. Yeah. Hey. There we go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Jason, name three characters from a Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, uh, Wiley Coyote, Yosemite Sam, Bugs Bunny, Tweety Bird. There we go. Like Barbara the Martian. Yeah. Nice. Oh no! Oh God! Remember, Lex family show. Right. I, Here we go. Okay. All right. Oh. Alexis. Yeah. Name three things you would put in your mouth. <laughs> a, a, a lollipop, um, a taco, and a burrito. At a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say pickle first. Yeah. Mm. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yeah. You know. We had the sex pickle playing pickleball on Friday. Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. Sure did. That was thrilling. That was. Here we go. Speaking of sports, Holly, you ready? Yes. Name three sports, Holly, played in the Summer Olympic Games. Mm. Javelin throw, decathlon, and basketball. Nice. Very nice, Holly. Javelin throw. That is fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Jason. Yes, ma'am. Name three action heroes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren, and Jason Statham. Wow, great job. Very. We're kind of on fire for a Monday. That's what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. Took a while, but we're here. Here we've arrived. That's what we didn't jinx ourselves right now. I know, seriously. I'm letting this one go. This one's a dumb one. Okay, Okay. bye. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, this is interesting. Okay. Alexis, name three objects that are black and white. Pandas, zebras, and a mime. (laughs) (laughs) They wear black and white, right? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Technically, yes. I mean, technically, they are people. They are not objects, but sure, Alexis. Yeah. um, We'll take uh, Holly. Does the judges accept that answer? We're gonna. Uh, mind? Yep, uh, yep. The uh, the survey says yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. What else is black and white. Yeah. Oh, I guess an are. Oreo. Yeah. Uh-huh. A black and white cookie. Oh yeah. What is that one with the like a ding dong? That's black and white, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Certain oh. cats. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Tuxedo cats. Oh yeah. yeah. Here we go. Nuns. But oh, that's the same thing as a mime, you know. <laughs> Nuns. Oh, right. Nuns. Right. Yeah. I thought that was Holly's question. I was like, nuns? No, nuns? No. no. Holly, name three activities that you can do on a train. You can stare out the window. You can play a deck of cards. And you can sleep. All valid. 
All yeah. Valid. Okay. Very Last nice. One. All no, right, nice. here we go. Yes, ma'am. All right, Jason. Yeah. Name three good places to go on a first date. Um, a coffee shop, a walk, and uh, uh, medieval times. <laughs> How well do you eat that with no silverware? I don't know. Medieval times is probably the worst place to go on a first date. Yes, the worst place. Excuse Ever. me, Pepsi wench. <laughs> I would like a refill, please. <laughs> Pepsi wench. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I would like that to be struck from the jury record, please. I, don't take your first date okay. to medieval times. Oh, don't. my God. Please don't. Don't For do the that. love. Please. Holly, do we have anything for me to say? Do we have any liners today? You know today? what? The oh. liners have not been refreshed. As of no, far, been, you know, people have been you know busy. What? We've been doing Project Down and Dirty. Yeah, thank you stuff. for Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'll just say this, too, just to be safe. Uh, sign up for listener rewards. Thanks. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Will Smith now has a reaction to his wife and air quotes memoir. Holly has that. Plus, an EGOT winner is laughing and leaking, too. It's not just us. An EGOT winner is laughing and leaking. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are so glad you're here. Hey, coming up, programming note in our third hour. It's going to be great. I have uh, the Monday edition of Am I the Asshat, then the Dirt Alert, and then, oh, my God, we love her. My talk legend. Kelly Lindstrom returns with a review of Taylor Swift's uh, concert movie at 830. Can't wait for that. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. And did she get up and dance? Did she? We don't know. We'll Mm, find out. We'll ask. But first, uh, who's laughing and leaking too, Lex? Oh, my gosh. I love this story. I saw it and I just laughed (laughs) myself because Whoopi Goldberg is just like us friends. Really? Yes, she is for a lot of reasons, but she was at a mental health gala and someone asked her how she keeps her mind in check. And she responded, I try to laugh and pee. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, that's perfect. She's laughing and leaking just like us. She is laughing and leaking just like us. Yes. She says, hey, I start to wet myself when I'm, quote, starting to have too much fun. And she says uh, it has happened a lot this year, which is a very good sign. Nice. I mean, I'll take that. (laughs) We get it, right? We get it, Whoop. (laughs) We get it. She's like, it's happened a lot, and it's great, and I just want to to have fun, and that's an indicator. So there you go. That she did a little tinkle. Mm Mm-hmm. A little tinkle. A little tinkle. A little laughing and leaking. Mm Mm-hmm. Happening a lot. It's all good. Happened to me at Universal Studios. <laughs> I laughed, got scared, and peed. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Yeah. A little perfect little round circle <laughs> right there in my nether regions. I'm telling you. Thank you, Whoopi. Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're more alike than we think. Yeah. She's 67. Um, Thank goodness we're not really like Will and Jada. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. Holly, wow. what's happening with Jada? Yeah, yeah, we never, we didn't really get too much of a chance to we talk about no, this. No, no, because Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, 
bombshell interview in People magazine dropped during Project Down and Dirty Pickleball last week. But she's giving more interviews. She has a memoir coming out worthy. It drops tomorrow. So she's doing a lot of press for this. And she did a big interview over the weekend with the New York Times in which Will Smith reacted to Jada Pinkett Smith's memoir. What did did he say? So he sent an email to the New York Times and he said, when you've been with someone for more than half of your life, a sort of emotional blindness sets in. Will Smith added, and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to their hidden nuances and subtle features. But he said reading the memoir kind of woke him up. And he realized that his own wife that he's known for more than half his life was resilient, clever, and compassionate more than he'd understood. Okay. So, Will Smith didn't know a lot about his own wife for over a quarter for, that he's been married to for over half his life. I mean, these two, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. You know, the, the, one of the things we learned is that they'd been separated for seven years by the time that 2022 Oscar slap happened. Yeah, she talked all about that in the memoir. Yeah, she's talking about all of that. Which does explain the slap more, because she admits that when it happened, she thought it was a prank. And if you had been, you know, together and living with someone, and, you know, that maybe at that point she would have known, like, oh, no, no, that really, in fact, was was real. And also, you know, hearing these interviews i just feel really bad for will smith you do i do why just because i mean and maybe maybe it does feel better now that he's this is my initial feeling before he made any announcements but you know he i think back at that slap now and in many ways it was probably just you know and he's admitted to just sticking up for his wife but maybe that was his attempt to like try to win her back and then oh. to have her, you know, explain it all in the book and have all the stuff. It's like you needed the book to realize all of this. And did she not open up to you beforehand? She also talks about Tupac wanting to marry her, which, you know, my husband is really, you know, he was really into like learning more about what happened with all of that. And he said that when he did go to prison, yes, like she was probably a friend of his but he was really, you know, the Rashida Jones and the family, Quincy Jones, they were really helping him get out. Yeah. And you know? in this New York Times interview, Jada Pickett Smith does address her relationship with Tupac Shakur. In as much as, you know, they were teenage friends. They were friends. And right. she says that it was always platonic, that they kissed and it was weird when they were teenagers. And it was like, no. And that Tupac was looking for support when he was in prison and that they were pen pals. And Jada Pinkett Smith dismisses the fact that Tupac Shakur wanted to marry her because she was like, look, he wanted wanted to marry me, but he would have divorced me the minute that he stepped out of prison. So, you know, and it's just like we had a friendship. But even saying that he wanted to marry me, you know, of course it's going to be misconstrued. But you know what? She's brilliantly marketing this book. I just wonder what in their private moments when they're together what that's like and if they will continue to be separated, will this bring them together or it will cause a bigger divide between Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith? I have a completely different read on this. Yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, I feel like Anna Navarro Navarro does on the view. Yeah. I find this all icky. 
Oh, it I, is a hundred percent. I know more. Anna Navarro said it better than I'm just. I'm literally copying. I'm. I'm quoting Anna Navarro. I know more about this marriage than I do about my own marriage. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, I know more will. about these two than I <laughs> well, do. I, I, I'm just like, oh my god, it's a lot. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That well, I think that eventually oh. you're going, wow. There's so much about our relationship that's out there. Got it. It got doesn't it, got feel it. good. Well, and then even Will Smith telling the New York Times, I didn't even know much of this stuff. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Now you learn in the New York Times interview that Jada Pinkett Smith, for her 50th birthday, bought herself a separate house. In the same town. They both live in Calabasas, but she moved away from the family compound and bought herself her own home. Mm-hmm. So they're living completely separate lives at this point. Maybe coming together business-wise. They have a production company together. You know, they are married. They have adult children. But, I, you know, the thing that w- my takeaway from this was that, man, you there was a, a degree of, mm, I don't want to, I don't know if deception is the right word. But you were presenting a whole different front and you were capitalizing on it with your red table talk with, you know, Mm. you were purportedly getting down to some real truth when, in fact, (laughs) you weren't telling the truth at all. Exactly. So that is what where Jason, I see your icky feeling. And also, yeah. And it was personified by the fact that Jada, when she was talking about the night of the slap, when she was talking about the Oscars, she was also taken aback. Hearing Will call her wife, she said that it it had been years since Will had referred to her as wife. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Gosh, it's too much. Too much. No, he, I wonder but, if she's like you just said, jealous Lex, of it's him. Brilliant. I mean, I you know what I mean. It's oh. it's brilliant because. But I don't know. This could backfire. I, I think the fact it is. that she's everywhere. Yeah. The fact that I mean, there is promotion, but oh my goodness, this is everywhere, and she is everywhere. Are people going to feel like they've already read the book? That's my, you know, know are they going to feel like, oh, okay, we we know all the details. Because I'm not going to read it. I might have if I would have heard a little titillating headline or two. But now I feel like I know all the juicy bits. I think you do know all the juicy bits. And this book is kind of like a memoir slash self-help book. Because apparently Mm. at the end of every chapter... She gives you questions and reflections. Oh, that you're- no. No, no. <laughs> I ain't doing that. No, no I ain't doing that. I, out. No. Out. No. I don't need no damn workbook. I don't need advice from her. What is she doing? I feel like she's like really jealous of Will Smith, too, in the end. Because you he, do? Uh, yeah. It's just some of the interviews. You kind of just, it's, she feels real, real salty about a lot of things. And he really is. He's got it. Whatever that it is, he has it. And you think career-wise? Yeah, maybe she's, she's disappointed, and yeah, that she didn't. Well, she is salty in as much as she does open up about the fact that she want when she wanted to do a project or she wanted to get work back in the early two thousands, things wouldn't get greenlit unless Will Smith's name was attached to it. Yeah. So sorry, it's brutal, but she, he was the bigger star in that relationship. Yes. It's hard. It's it's not being anti-woman. It's not no. being. It's it's just the reality on the table. He was the bigger star. You were great in Scream 2, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Scream 2? <laughs> he was, yeah. I know, just She was yes. killed quickly. But yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway. When we come back, am I the asshat? The dirt alert and the return of Colleen Lindstrom reviewing Taylor Swift. We'll be right back.